Helvetia Rocked is a Swiss national association raising awareness about gender inequality in the music industry while supporting, promoting and connecting professional female, inter, non-binary and trans artists. Through its grassroots projects such as producing, DJing, band workshops and songwriting camps, it offers platforms for young people of all levels to discover music and be part of an empowering community. Find out more on our website helvetziarocked.ch Sign up for the newsletter and follow us on social media. Musicians in Conversation is sponsored by Suiza, the cooperative society of music authors and publishers in Switzerland. Hi everyone, welcome to Helvetia Rocked Musicians in Conversation. My name's Natalia Anderson and I'm a presenter, content creator and DJ. In this episode of Musicians in Conversation, I'm talking to Madafi Pierre, who is an artist, singer-songwriter and all-round creative. She's also a coach at the Female Band Workshop. We discuss her coming to Switzerland from Miami via New York and the importance of connecting with local talent and community. Madafi encourages us through her experience to put ourselves out there and gives us practical advice on how to deal with rejection. We listen to two of her tracks from her group Madame and Madafi also answers an audience question. Don't forget, if you would like one of our coaches to answer your question, simply send a direct message to Helvetia Rocked on Instagram. In the meantime, here's my conversation with Madafi. Hi, this is Madafi Pierre, and you're listening to Helvetia Rock Musicians in Conversation. Welcome, Madafi, to Helvetia Rock's Musicians in Conversation. Hello, Natalia. Thank you very much for having me. That's okay. That's my absolute pleasure. I'm going to start our conversation with the question that I ask everyone, and that is, how did you get started on your musical journey? Music has always been a part of my life. Um, I think because my, my parents come from the Caribbean, they come from Haiti, uh, we always grew up with music in the house. We were always dancing or singing, um, and even there was music from church. So my, my, my parents, and my mother, and my grandmother, they went to um, Haitian-speaking, French-speaking churches, and so there was always music also in the church, and the music there, there's like a live band, there's yes. tambourines, there's all this excitement. So there was always music around. In Creole, we say a tambou, but I guess it's like a djembe, but there, that was always present or yeah. something, some type of percussion or something. And then my middle brother, so the, the second one, uh, his name is Hamir, and we're five years apart. He's five years older than me, and he was in music before. So he, he was already um, writing music as like a teenager, uh, writing music. He had this R&B, local R&B group uh, in Miami called Basic Unity, and um, there are two... Um, well-known production duo Cool and Dre who they've produced for um, The Game 
for a lot of different people. Um, I can't think off the top of my Mary J. Blige, so on wow, and so forth. Yeah. And so Cool and Dre were also a member of Basic Unity. They're from Miami and uh, we grew up in the same neighborhood. Yeah. So I was exposed to music from my brother. Um, but I, I started off, I'm a writer first. And so I would write uh, poems and short stories really from a very young age, like... 11 10 11 12 yeah and then at around 15 i started singing for friends in high school i have to credit uh my brother in, a, in many different areas when it comes to music and being an independent artist um because he really brought me along on his on his journey wow. of music and he took me to parties um introduced me to different people um, in the Miami local Miami music industry and um, and yeah and I was just exposed to that 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 life and you know that was a time when back in the day um, <laughs> that was a time where you know radio was super important yes radio was was everything and because it was local local radio had a lot of power um, I think still but maybe not as much because of streaming, but back then, so maybe 25 years ago or so, local radio had a lot of power. And if you were an independent artist, particularly, you would go yourself physically to the radio, try to hook up with the DJs, the, um, the, the producers of the show, and bring them your music and hopefully they'd be impressed and yeah. they'd, they'd play it. I love the fact that your, your brother brought you in like that because he obviously must have thought that you had a lot of talent as well yes I mean I think um because that's his reputation too surely absolutely yeah. absolutely but as I said like my brother uh we were very close mm. growing up um we're both very kind of stubborn uh quite ambitious and really felt that we could um live off of our talent or what we were creating at um 18 19 19 i think um i was signed to bmg uk right yes, and my yeah. my brother was my manager he 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 became my manager and that too was um just an amazing uh experience yeah i mean that's quite young for somebody to be signed can you remember anything specific about your experience but also about what you were like as a young person at this time which kind of made it happen for you mm -hmm. um i was very free i had a very free childhood yeah um i always say i i was very lucky and that i grew up in a household but also in a community mm. that was equally left brain right brain so so creative art but also very much academic yes and um yes my parents raised me my grandmother she was in the house um I had great childhood with my with my brothers um but I was also very fortunate as I said in having a community of teachers friends of the families that also encouraged us encouraged me to just be me and be free 
So even though my parents are, are Caribbean and, you know, the typical be a doctor, lawyer, engineer, this, yeah, that, and the yeah. third, <laughs> they never said that to me. They're just like, we want you to be happy. Oh, we want you to, to give your best, do yeah. your best in whatever it is you decide, but we want you to be happy. So I, I had freedom to explore. We also have the culture of storytelling. Yeah, yeah. So that was very prominent in my in my life and my upbringing. And um yeah, they were just like, "Okay, we see you can write." I would always I would always sing, but it, it wasn't so much the singing, but it was like, "Oh, okay, you're writing and we like what you're writing and it sounds good." Okay, that's yeah. great. And then my brother came in and he was like, "Oh, you writing, it mm-hmm. sounds good. You can harmonize." Oh, okay, I, let me help you. Yeah. You know. Um, so how that did was the, the how did the meeting with uh, BMG UK come about? Like that's a huge, that's a major label. I was thinking about that um, as I was preparing for this, but I was just thinking about um, how did that come about? And it's so random. Growing up in Miami, as I said, I was always around music and art. At the time, one of my cousins uh, knew someone a friend of hers who was in music and just out of nothing, like honest to God, it was just like, yo, I'm going to go meet my friend. She, she's older than me. And, um, she's, I'm like her little sister and we would, we would do a lot of things. And she's like, I'm going to go meet my friend. Do you want to come with me? And I was like, okay, yeah, let's go. Cause I like hanging out with her. We go to the studio full stop. I'm not even there to sing. I'm not nothing. I'm just with my cousin and, and, and that's it. And in that visit, during that visit, we started listening to music and and she's like, oh, you know, my, she says to her friend, my cousin can sing. And the guy's like, oh yeah, la la la, tell me what, what do you think? And it it really came from that. I was already coming up with melodies and production and compositions when I was writing. And um, yeah, and it just grew from that. And then we started to work together. We had like a production deal with BMG UK right. and I was signed through that and Amazing. yeah that's it I love the way that it felt so organic you know and and I'm wondering especially for young people coming up now through music I'm wondering if they have the same opportunity to just sort of meet people like that like the industry's changed so much as well it has um this is what I say to 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 people um in whatever it is that you that you want to do, whatever field that you're interested in, right? So um, try to place yourself in the environment, mm. right? I'm all about kind of grassroots and, and, and local talent yeah. and, and community. I, I come from community. I come from community support, community business, independence, stuff like that. I would say try to place yourself in the environment or really just seek out yeah. someone. I'm a planner. I write. I journal. I map. Um, I give myself short-term goals, long-term goals. That is brilliant. And I just write stuff. I want to meet this person. I hope to work with this person. I just want a conversation with that person. Yeah. Um, I would say do that. Or even like now with the internet and everything, just just reach out to someone on Instagram or reach out to someone on Twitter or Facebook and just take a chance. I've never been afraid to take a chance. Yes. And and I think that's my biggest um 
attribute. I don't know yeah. if that's the word. Yeah, absolutely. But I, 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 I I'm not easily moved mm. i'm i might be scared and nervous but that's not gonna stop me from taking a risk and 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 reaching out to someone or going somewhere they'll say yes or they'll say no but if if i don't try then i will never know what could have been yeah i think that's brilliant advice for for young people who might be listening now it's, it's practical advice you know especially like visualizing mapping something writing it down and actually actioning the point like okay who are the people who are the players in the industry that I want to be in or absolutely or know. maybe not even like the industry because that that also might seem so big right but just I don't know if there's like a local person mm. you know if there's a if there's a DJ for example that you like there's a local DJ and you're like oh, okay I like how they play I've seen them play before I have music okay wow maybe i'd like them to play yeah. this music reach out to them and and just tell them who you are what you're doing and and be honest you know tell them who you are what you're doing i've just started or i've been working on this project xyz would you mind you know could we meet up could i send this to you yeah and and just see you know you'll you'll get no's you'll you'll get people who won't respond at all how do you deal with that that rejection. I know that, like, for me, I've been um, that sort of person who has had rejection in the past and um, it's really knocked me back. <laughs> you know, I'm like, they hate me. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, why does it take, I know from personal experience, why does it take me so long to get over a rejection when actually the quicker you do it, the, the easier it is to sort of move on? I'm like, what advice can you give to somebody? Give to me. I can't give any <laughs> advice. I can only say this. My grandmother, who my, my mother's mother, her name is um, Anne-Marie Montes-Michel. And she um, had a tremendous um, impact in my life. She didn't mince her words. She said what she meant, meant what she said. Um, she had a wicked sense of humor, but didn't laugh too much. Um, <laughs> she was a good, you know, I would say a good caribbean woman with faith and stuff like that yeah. but she was also very open she was open and she was honest and, and straight to the point she didn't like to waste time um when i was very young maybe too young but when i was very young somebody hurt my feelings i used to cry at the drop of a hat and um, i came to her to console me and everything and she said to me uh pretty much in a nut nutshell she was like listen um okay cry but wrap it up like you know people are gonna hurt your feelings you're gonna have friends you're gonna lose friends mm -hmm. you'll you'll have money you'll find love you'll fall out of love like she basically was just like this is life there's yeah. ups and downs and so on and so forth but it's good and 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 you you have to like just go through it and enjoy it mm -hmm. you know don't don't stay too much she was a person that was like don't stay too long on the negative yeah you know go through your feelings but don't linger in that you know because you're, you're wasting time basically is what she was saying now um i go by that I, i'm not saying it's good it's bad it might be sometimes i'm like oh that was maybe a little bit too much to tell a, a small girl but that has helped me in, yeah. in rejection you know the, you will have rejection when I was signed to BMG UK, I mean, it was great. It was a, a, a um, it was a wonderful opportunity. Yeah. 
But at the same time, I was very young and I wasn't ready to 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 play that game. You'll have rejection and you'll have pushback, but you you have to feel your feelings, do your crying, do whatever, take a, a week, take a month off or whatever, however long, I guess. But try not to stay in it because what you have to give is so much greater than that. And and I do believe the world does need that. The world needs creatives. The world needs um, especially female creatives, women who create, whether you're just writing or painting or, or, you know, sculpting or whatever it is. But the world needs it, craves it. So go, you know, get over your rejection, you know put some water on your face put a little bit of shea butter and then move on (laughs) (laughs) I would say that's how how I do I don't leave my house without a little bit of shea butter (laughs) I was not expecting that but what a great piece of advice absolutely if you are involved in music as a hobby profession or both Sign up for free on the Helvetia Rocked Music Directory. It's a platform for women, non-binary, trans and intersex people in the Swiss music industry. For singers, instrumentalists, bookers, managers, sound engineers, photographers and many more of all levels. It's about visibility. It's about community. It's about empowerment. We invite all of you to participate in the project. For further information, go to musicdirectory.ch. We are partnering with Suiza. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering how you make money as Mm -hmm. an artist. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, what are some of the ways that an artist and musician nowadays can make money? Listen, there are so many ways. And thank you for that question. Now, I say, you know, I'm a writer. I'm not just a, a, a singer. I, I um, compose and I, I come, you know, I, I produce and so on and so forth. So first of all, you have to decide as an artist, what type of artist do you want to be? Are you just someone that's like, OK, I, I want to sing my heart out. I don't necessarily want to write or I'm not great at writing, but I can sing. Yeah, um, that's a lane. Right. That's one thing. Um, and that's a revenue stream. But if you really want to, like, as I said, kind of be um, in the long game, in the marathon, um, you will you can receive money, make money, whatever, however you want to uh, phrase that by writing and producing. Um, if you write and produce, of course, you want to protect what you've created. Right. Um and then f- decide, okay, if you're in Switzerland, it would be with Suiza. Register your music, register your stuff with Suiza. Um, I've been with ASCAP for years. What is that? Is that American? So, yeah, um, the American Songwriting Association, Composer, something, something. Yeah. Um, but there's ASCAP, there's BMI, I think. Um, but I chose ASCAP because Stevie Wonder's on there. And okay. Stevie Wonder's <laughs> yeah, Black be- Jesus to yeah. me. So I, I went where Stevie was. <laughs> Um, but ASCAP is also fantastic, but register your, your, your creation, right? What you, Mm -hmm. what your, your, um, what do you call it? Intellectual property register that. Yeah. For me, um, one of the songs that I wrote way back when, um, was in a movie. 
And then from there, it went on television. So every time, I mean, now it's less and less that it's played, but every time that it's played, um, there's royalties and all that other stuff with yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's definitely possible. Yes. But you really have to think about it and you really have to ask yourself, am I trying to make like a whole chunk of money right now at this very moment or am I trying, you know, do I want to wait for a check every quarter? Mm-hmm. Let's take this opportunity to listen to your music. Your first song um, that we're going to hear is called Queens Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me or tell us what inspired that track. Um, <laughs> a lot inspired that track. So that track is, is um, it's like a house track. I'm very much into house music. Um, shout out to Jess Ed um and dj spinner um and brian polite um and dj selly and yeah just i love house music it's our kind of house track um queens everywhere so there's you know we queens queens whoever you want to um tag as a queen but it's just like a, a happy song it's a happy um uplifting song it's definitely a track that you can dance to um because i like to dance and and so that's kind of what inspired us but it's also just you know like there's a there's a um there's a line where i say um my my queens rock kinky hair and weaves they don't care Mm -hmm. because i feel like at any point however we look um you should feel like your most regal self. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and it doesn't matter if you're wearing sneakers and jeans and a t-shirt and you know, okay, your hair isn't slick back or whatever it is. But I feel like in any condition, if inside of you, you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm fly. Mm-hmm. I'm regal. I'm shining. You know, I'm, I feel good. You can, you know, uh, tag yourself as a queen and, and that's queen to anyone and everyone. Um, but yeah, that's Queens everywhere.
you are a coach for the female band workshop. Correct. What is that like? It's can I, And also, can I come to one of your sessions? Please. Please. I'll sit at the pleasure. back and watch. With with great pleasure. <laughs> it's, um, I, I must applaud Evesia Rock and their team. Um, I've been with them maybe four or five years now, I think. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, and I have to give a big, big love and shout out to uh, the artist Lagal, um, who actually told them about me um, without even before us getting together. And we have a sisterhood. That's that's just that's I love her. That's my sister. Um, Helvetia Rock is doing amazing things for um, women or, or people who identify as female um, LGBTQ plus community. There's just the bomb. They are giving safe space for uh, these young ladies to to create, to perform, to learn. Um, they are giving them, you know, access to women who are uh, working artists, creating, and so on. So there's a there's a we're sharing. We're all sharing and learning from each other. Um, I've had the great pleasure to to be coaching with Lagal these these four or five years or four or five seasons. Um, and it's just been great to see these girls, you know, from 15 and up um, and young ladies, early 20s. And so come either with like an idea in mind and they're like, OK, I I'm, I'm, I'm want to come. And sometimes they'll come with a friend and they're like, OK, we about to do this and we want to play drums or whatever. Or they'll just be like. I don't know anything, but I have a dream. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we coach them and, and you know, my thing is writing. I also give them tips on how to protect their intellectual property, how to make sure that it's registered, um, how they can make some change, make some coins, as we say, from what they've created and also how to use um, the Internet to contact and get with other artists. Um. You have an EP coming out, yes. Disrupt the Show. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us about the EP? Yes. What, what, <laughs> what can we expect from it? Just fire, good tracks, stuff that's going to make you dance, Woo! stuff that's going to make you, you know, think. Um, so Disrupt the Show is coming out. As I told you, I have a, a, a duo um, called Madame. It's myself and Dave LaFunk, who's um, in Bern. And... Um, we're just super excited. For me personally, I'm super proud of this project. I'm really, really proud of it. Um, this is not the end of the music that I'll be creating, but if it were, I'd totally be fine with that. Oh, wow. I, I, I yes. feel that good about it. Um, Dave just did the damn thing, put his big toe in it, as we say in the <laughs> South. Um <laughs> And yes, he did. Yes, he sure did. And it's just good. Okay, so we have an audience question for you. Um, the question is, Hey there, my biggest fear when thinking of only concentrating on music is that I would lose my interest and it would become my daily work base. Are you... Are you never tired of producing every day or how do you find motivation over and over again? Yeah. So I've been doing music for a long time. Um, I've been doing music for 
maybe close to 30 years or been around or something. Um, I have a relationship with music. I have tried to get away from music. I have tried to be a nurse. Not really, but... <laughs> yeah. um, but that's not me, right? That's not that's not in my DNA. So I I give myself to music. Um, I don't force myself to create. I, I I used to do that during the pandemic, the first wave last year or something. Everybody was doing something, creating something, making something. Yeah, making a it was spaceship. like if you don't do yeah. it now, oh my it, god! And I was like, what the? Everybody, everybody was doing something and yeah. making a, a symphony or some madness. And I had a little moment where I was like, oh, oh, this is it. This is where I write it. This is where. I, and then I was just like, no, but this is whack. And I was, I was writing trash. Right. I was writing straight basura. I was creating nonsense. Nothing I was happy with. And then I was just like, yeah, it's not coming naturally, organically. So I'm going to do nothing. Mm. And that's what I did, Natalia. I did nothing. I think it's important for for people, musicians and 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 songwriters and singers or whatnot to also understand that the the world, the universe of music is endless. It's vast, right? Um you can be a songwriter and all of a so- all of a sudden you're writing a song for a theater piece. You could be a songwriter and all of a sudden you're writing, I don't know, a jingle for a commercial or something of that nature. You can be a producer and all of a sudden you're producing music for a light show or something of that nature. Um, so there's there there are branches mm. and I've, I've I, I live that way. There, there are branches. I don't I'm a writer. I don't have to write everything for myself. Right. Yeah. So I write for other people. I, I, I get with other people and I I hear other voices also. So it's not it's not me, it's mine. I gotta sing it, I gotta write it for me. I don't I don't um create that way. I don't believe in that. Um I think that is actually a really important lesson, though, because I think especially maybe for young people, the most influence they get or, or the, the, the thing that they see the most when it comes to music mm-hmm. is like the pop stars or mm-hmm. is like people who sing and, and they're on stage, they're the most visible. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole world out there when it comes to music, making a living from music and creating. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And, and also... If there's something else that you're interested in, right? So let's say you're a musician, you're a songwriter, you, you're you a DJ, a producer, whatever. But then all of a sudden you're like, you know what? I want to make smoothies and I want to open up a, a smoothie shop. Do that. Music is not going to go anywhere. Yeah. I, I believe that. I feel like if someone, if if you're in music, it's always there. Yes. Yeah. It never leaves you. Mm. Sometimes you don't talk to each other. Sometimes, you know, it mistreats you, whatever the case may be. But I, I, I wholeheartedly believe once it's there, it's there. But it, you, you also have room and space to do other things. 
Yeah, because I think from this person's perspective, it almost feels like a this or that kind of crossroads decision. And it feels like if I choose music and it doesn't work out or it doesn't have, like there seems to be. I don't believe that. I don't don't believe there's a this Mm, or that. I believe you're living. So, you know, you're living, the music is living. Um, if you feel like, okay, I've been trying, I've been trying, it's been this number of years, I'm not getting anywhere, I, I want to put it aside, that's okay. You can put it aside and do something else. But I feel like you should always leave a little door, you know, leave a window open, leave something and continue to create whenever you want. The The, the thing that I always find a little bit unfortunate is when people create and they never share what they've created for so many different I'm reasons. I'm feeling attacked right now. <laughs> um, Madafi here has just spoken right into my heart. She's seen through me. You have to share it. I, I'm with seeing on so many things that I've never shared. With someone, <sighs> I feel, because... Yeah. It, it, the fact that your 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 brain, everything, the universe made it possible for you to create something is for you to share it. Yeah. I'm not saying it has to be on all, you know, streaming platforms or it has to be in a gallery, but you have something, you and only you have the tools, the everything, the molecules that was needed to create this thing. So now it is for you to share it. Share it with your neighbor, your mama, your cat, your somebody, your significant other, people who said you ain't nothing and you're trash. Share it with them bitches so they can be like, oh, okay. (laughs) I don't know. But don't keep it to yourself. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's my thing. Other people, they have other ways to do it. We are getting schooled here. We are getting schooled. Lesson is in session. (laughs) Not at all. I I never tell anyone (laughs) what to do. Each person, they have their, you know, their own drum. Um, but this is how I, this is how I walk through life, you know, as a creative. We're going to soon wrap up. Um, you've got your, the second track you're going to share with us, Everybody Black. I think it's a great time to discuss being black. We've got two black women here on this podcast in Switzerland. Everyone has their own sort of experiences, but specifically Mm -hmm. as a black woman in the music industry, it's so um, often riddled with racism, Mm -hmm. riddled with colorism. What has some of your experiences been? Has has there been any positive experiences or or, or negative experiences? Mm -hmm. What has some of your personal experiences been as a black woman? I've had amazing positive experiences much more because I started off in most of my my career so far in music has been with black people Mm. black women black men um people of color hispanics etc um so i've i've really kind of for the most part before moving to switzerland was always around black people in music so i've always felt safe Mm. i've always felt um supported um, so I've always had, um, for the most part, a, a positive experience. And even in the parts where 
I felt like I was done wrong or something of that nature. I learned something. So for next time I could prepare and next time I I would know how to communicate better or what to look out for or what to negotiate. And then I moved to Switzerland and it's a different culture. Yeah. Right. The, 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 the art world is different in Switzerland. The music world is different in Switzerland. And I've just always been lucky where I've just had people around me, um, black, white, whatever, who are just like, what can we do? You have you have a you have an idea. How can we get it done? I've always had really good support, good support from the radio here, um, good support from uh, different venues. It's been a really a good experience. I, I seek out also, as I said before, I mean, I've always had great mentorship I have a bomb ass fire group of women around me Mm. near and far but they're always around me black women of all ages and of all different like backgrounds um men as well I have a I have a strong solid group of men um that I can go to yeah um but I've the women you know I would say to any uh woman of color black woman um find other black women and just 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 reach out to them yeah you 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 have to start somewhere such amazing advice such an amazing insight from you madafi thank you so much for joining me here today thank you very much what a wonderful conversation i'm buzzing um we are going to listen to your track to 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 play us out can you um introduce your track um, yes. So this track is called Everybody Black. Um, it's originally started as a poem. I wrote it over 10 years ago and um, it was in the, my first book that was published um, called The Meltdown of a Sweet Black Cat. It's from that book. Um, and now it's just um, it's a special song that I wrote um, for everybody actually full stop so i hope you enjoy it thank you so much natalia for this opportunity i really appreciate it and i really enjoyed the moment let me tell you about black legs let me tell you who they belong to they belong to men and women and babies and girls and boys young and old who live in the suburbs and in the ghettos they live on islands across the street from america they are used to march and step and run and jump and squeeze and extend and bend They are used to swim and float, Watusi, Jitterbug, Chicken Noodle Soup, Kid and Play, Tap and Pirouette. They kick and they shake. Black legs glisten and are ashy and swollen and skinny and fat and strong.
We do not need a strong upper body, upper body, upper body. We do not need bulging pecs, bulging pecs, bulging pecs. We do not need a flat stomach. We need strong legs, strong legs, strong legs, black legs, black legs, black legs. We do not need a strong upper body, upper body, upper body. Bulging pecs, bulging pecs, bulging pecs. We do not need a flat stomach. We need strong legs, strong legs, strong legs, black legs, legs that the ancestors stood on, legs that God created, legs that are magic. Join the Helvetia Rocked community or find out more, check out the website, sign up for the newsletter and follow us on social media. And if you like what you've heard today, please share it with your friends. Musicians in Conversation is a concept by Natalia Anderson in collaboration with Helvetia Rocked. It's presented and produced by Natalia Anderson. Music is by Jesse Quartz.